Kobe White and Deion Jones enter the transfer portal, making Boston College up to eight players in the portal. We're going to talk all about the current state of the Boston College roster, look at transfers and recruiting, and talk about the bowl games. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. The holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter college into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. All right. Transfer portal news. It, it just seems like every day it's like two or three more players. And honestly, none of this is all that surprising because we have seen Jeff Halfley on Sunday say basically there's a numbers crunch with the super seniors and players coming back and all these other things. They needed to shed some players. And so he had frank conversations with some of the kids that he did not think would have a role on the team and told them it would be best for them to find other places. So on Wednesday, excuse me, Boston College had two more players in. And they're, these are bigger names, I think. Kobe White, wide receiver, and Deion Jones, safety. Both of these guys have been starters in Boston College's past couple seasons. But their roles have been both limited recently because of injuries. Now, let's start with Deion Jones. Deion Jones was a safety. He came from Maryland in 2020. He was a major part of Boston College's defense last season. He was a safety. He really kind of gelled in really well back there with Jamin Muse, who's also in the transfer portal, and had 60 tackles. He had a handful of uh, um, pass deflections. I think he had a a fumble recovery and an interception. He had a big season, but you saw what he was able to do, and then the bad news happened. In the UVA game, the season finale in 2020, he had a massive knee injury, and he hasn't recovered since. You know, he came back for pieces of the season. You know, he was one of the practice team players of the week to start the year, and I believe he showed up in a game or two in 2021, but that was it. He was out, and that was it. And This is not just the first injury to his knee. He had a major injury at Maryland, too, before he got to Boston College. So, guy who's, you know, you thought maybe would have a role here, but you look at the safety position moving forward, you got Jason Matry coming back. You know, he he moved over from the cornerback. He took that safety position. And Jaden Woodby. So you got these two guys. You got them coming back. You have some other younger kids that are, are chomping, like Steve Lubisher, I know is wait, waiting to come back. And you got, you know, some some more depth players coming in, like Siani Hala and some other younger players that also might want to play at safety. You have to make this move, right? Deion Jones wasn't going to start next year. And maybe that was his role. Like, he wanted to be a starter. And so it's the best interest to him, maybe, that he needs to go find a new program to play for. So he entered the portal. That's one. The second one, Kobe White. I, I When I saw this, I was like, oh, man, Boston College fans are not going to be happy about this. Because I know fans have had a very soft spot for Kobe White for a number of years. And I know why. Like, he's a kid from uh, Malvern Prep in Pennsylvania. And came to Boston College when there were no receivers at BC. You know, he was years and years ago, 2017. He was the leading wide receiver for BC for two years uh, under Steve Adazio when they weren't really throwing the football. You saw Anthony Brown kind of connect with him as a big target in the end zone. So when Boston College got Phil Dracovic, 
you were like, oh, super exciting that he could be that guy. However, at that point, White entered the transfer portal. Adazio had left. He didn't know what he was going to get under a Halfley. He entered the portal. Luckily that in 2020, he comes right back. He doesn't He doesn't go. He stays with BC, but catastrophic knee injury again. I mean, same thing with Jones. He's out for the year. He misses the entire season uh, in an injury during summer camp, and that was it for Kobe White. Now, 2021, all the talk, you know, we're talking Zay Flowers and C.J. Lewis and all these other wide receivers that had big 2020 seasons. And then we're all like, and me, I, I'm totally guilty of it myself. I was like, oh, man, Kobe White is going to come back, and he's going to be that additional wide receiver. And they opened the season against Colgate. You know, in the, in the summer, Halfley had talked a lot about, oh, you know, he's coming, but he's not practicing a lot. You know, he's working out. He's trying to get himself back into shape. Hopefully we'll get him back. And it was the Colgate game. He comes in late in the game and makes a, a catch, and that was it. That's all we saw Kobe White. He was out again with another undisclosed injury for the rest of the season, and that was it. So I don't know if that was a second injury that he suffered or what. It just You look at Boston College's depth chart at wide receiver. You have next year, you probably have Zay Flowers coming back. You have C.J. Lewis, Jalen Gill, Jaden Williams, you, and you have a lot of younger players that are really exciting, like Joseph Griffin, Lewis Bond, uh, Taji Johnson, Ethan Williams, if he's ready. I'm not sure what's going on with him either. And the role for Kobe White's not there anymore. He could go somewhere and be a good wide receiver as long as that injury did not severely limit his athletic ability. And that's what you got to think about. It's That's the sucky part about football, right? Is that these guys work and work and work, and then they get these like fluky injuries. And it's like, that's it. You, and you're seeing these guys, a lot of BC guys that are entering the portal that have extensive injury pass. Deion Jones, uh, Kobe White, Aaron Bumeri had two hip surgeries. Uh, we just saw um, Jamin Muse go down. So some of these guys that are entering haven't had a chance to really play because of injuries, and it could limit what they could do. So the guys that you saw, the, the, the Kobe White that you saw in 2017, 2018, it could it might not be the same one right now because of the injuries. It could be, but you know, a lot of times when you have those knee injuries, you lose some athleticism if especially if it's a lingering issue. So Kobe and and Deion Jones, they're both in the portal now. And as I said before, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if there's gonna be a surprise one too. Someone that we're not expecting. And that that could happen. I, I think there's going to be names that you're going to see that you're going to like, oh, yeah, maybe a depth guy. Um, and I don't want to give out names because I know a lot of families listen to this. And I have some guesses on some kids that just haven't really progressed. And I just feel like they're probably going to move on. But we'll have to see where they go. In a moment, we're going to talk bowl games because Boston College has bowl season on the brain as they're heading ready, getting ready excuse me, to find out where they're going to head to during the bowl season. But before we do that... The holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send family, friends, and gifts an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. I, it must have been like seven or eight years ago, my wife's grandmother got us a Omaha Steak gift basket. And we got filet mignon and all the sides, dessert, and it was so delicious. You got to cook it at home. It was super easy. It was some of the best steak I've ever had in my life. And it was, you know, just a simple gift, but it meant so much and one I will never forget. Now, if you go to omahasteaks.com and enter college into the search bar to order the perfect gift package, for $99, you'll get 24 uh, entries like 
the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, the chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. And when you use code COLLEGE, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steak Burgers free with your order. We all heard about the reports and shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code COLLEGE. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavors, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. OmahaSteaks.com keyword college. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black. If this is your first time listening to Boston Locked on Boston College, we are a daily BC podcast. I do this five days a week, 52 weeks a year. We talk Boston College sports, and I hope you enjoy listening. If you are listening to this on Spotify, and you got that little unwrapped, I think it's called, or your wrapped year in review, and we are in your top five, hit us up on Twitter. Tag us at Locked on BC and say, hey, look, I've been listening to you all year. I love to blast you out and give you some, some, some props on Twitter. So hit us at Locked on BC if you are it doesn't have to be the top one. I know they give you like the top five. So make sure you let us know because we love to hear it. It does mean a lot. We had a couple yesterday, including a uh, a father of one of Boston College's players who listens to us every day. And I loved I loved getting that little note. So it's bowl season. And, you know, there's two ways of looking ha- out at how this has ended up, right? BC is 16-6, which on one hand, if you looked at the beginning of the year, you looked at what I predicted. I had said all along they were going to be a 9-1 team, and when Dracovic came back, I stuck with my guns that they were going to be a 9-1 team. However, there was so much that went on in the season. As Jeff Halfley said, he felt like it was three seasons in one. You had the first part of the season when Dracovic was healthy and good. You had that middle part of the season, which was Dennis Grossell and the offense just completely ungluing. And then the third part of the season, which you got about 50% of Phil Dracovic. So what you have is Boston College basically at the bottom of the packing order in the bowl season, right? There, There's, you know, most of the teams in the ACC, minus the Georgia Techs, minus Florida State, are going to be in Duke, are going to, in Syracuse, excuse me, are going to be bowl eligible. So BC along with being one of the least desirable schools because they don't have a fan base that travels all that well, are going to get something probably akin to the Military Bowl or Fenway. And I know a lot of fans are like, oh, God, it's going to be Fenway. Um, And I I have to say I, I get where you're coming from. So, you know, those are the two big bowls that you could be looking at. And both bowls end up playing the AAC, so the American Athletic Conference. Now, I, obviously, I would much rather see. I mean, I have my other thoughts here, but I'd like to see them go to, to to Maryland just to give them a chance to travel a little bit. But there's a part of me that's kind of selfishly hoping they stay at the Fenway Bowl, and I hope that this not be, does not become a every year thing. But I'm sure college bowls. I know some people are worried that we're going to be at the Fenway Bowl every single year. A lot of bowls have specific um, contract language that they're not allowed to have, like. You can't send Syracuse to the Pinstripe Bowl every single year. You have to, like, space it out. So if they get sent to the Fenway Bowl, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. They're going to end up either playing a team like SMU, Memphis, or Houston. I think, I mean, they're not Power 5 schools, but they're still solid programs. I mean, Houston was 11-1, and and they're playing for against Cincinnati in the AAC Championship. Um, you know, very, very good school. That had some, you know, solid wins against Memphis, SMU. They beat Navy. Uh, they only lost to Texas Tech in the opener, but they've won every game since. So Houston could be on there. It could be Memphis as well. Now Memphis is um, a, 
a program I think Boston College would actually match up really well. They're six and six though, man. That if that doesn't excite you, with two six and six six programs, I, I think that um, will 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 kind of lessen the, the the fun of that. And SMU is um, they are excuse me eight and four. So those are the three schools. Obviously, you know Houston would be fun. Very good program. I don't think they're going to end up with them. So it's probably going to be either SMU or Memphis facing off against Boston College. But that's all going to come out on Sunday. They usually comes out Sunday evening. They, they 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 release it in drips and drabs as they as they get those announcements. And you know, I I, I think no matter what happens. And I know some of you don't even care about the bowl games because you think that there's too many or that it's rewarding mediocrity. Whatever it is, just remember when you're watching a bowl game that this gives the team extra practice. This gives the team the chance to use that for 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 um, recruiting. And as much as you don't care that they're playing in the Fenway Bowls, recruits care. Okay, and I'm telling you, some of them knowing that a school, you can say to them, "Oh, BC's been to a bowl five years in a row." That's a big deal. Okay, so as much as you don't care, remember it. This helps the program out. It gets the fa- the players are excited about it for the most part. The recruits get excited about it. It gives the coaching staffs things to use. So you got to be excited a little bit. And I know all in all, we'll get excited when the game gets here, and we'll we'll hopefully get a, a game where Phil Dracovic will be more than fifty percent. I mean, he sh- you know it's another six weeks or so since he last played, so that should give him plenty of time for that wrist to get better. Hopefully, he will be you know throwing at a, at a much higher level because if he plays against a team like you know. If he plays Memphis and they're six and six and he's at a hundred percent, BC should win that game and that'll give us seven wins and I don't know something better about being seven and six than six and seven. So hopefully that'll happen. But stay tuned to BC Bulletin. Stay tuned here. We're gonna have full coverage on Monday about the bowl game. We'll get uh, coverage of who we're playing. Find out more about that. We'll talk to Mitch Wolf. I'm sure Mitch will have thoughts about it. This is all stuff that you're not gonna want to miss. In our final segment, we're going to look at our recruiting class, talk about some of the news that's going along where BC is in terms of the class of 22, look at head to the 23, and talk about how some of these coaching changes may affect how this class wraps up. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. Let's know if any of you are following our Eric Hofsis lead of doing all the fades on BC's over-under, going all below, going under on everything. Want to see how that goes this season. From football, basketball, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to our favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 21 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet online, where the game starts. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. We are in our first week of non football action for BC football. And, you know, t- on tomorrow's show, I'm going to kind of review and preview the ACC championship game. I'm actually kind of really excited. Pitt and Wake Forest should be a really fun game. We'll give you a preview of that, and I'll give you my prediction on the ACC championship. We'll also talk a little bit more about any moves because, gosh, it seems like a transfer portal move happens every day. And Boston College basketball starts off ACC play on Friday against Notre Dame. So we'll have a lot to talk about. So you're going to want to check out that episode. Now, 
now that the football's kind of in a pause, as we're waiting, BC's waiting to find out where they're playing and what the bowl season is happening and managing this roster as players are heading out, all eyes should be turning towards the recruiting class. Now, the class of 2022 is still a top 25 program, uh, roster, uh, sorry, recruiting class in most recruiting circles. They're, they've got a lot. Matt Reagan's a four-star uh, tight end. Joseph um, Griffin's a four-star wide receiver. Sione Hala is a four-star cornerback. they got a four-star defensive lineman in Quan, uh, Quan Williams. And we've talked to many of these guys. Sione Hala, we've talked to Quan Williams. If you want to check out those conversations, go back in our archives. You can find those by searching their names. But what does Boston College do from here? They only got a few more roster spots left, but... Remember, because of the super senior weirdness that's going on, BC can go over 25 if they want it. They can add a player or two. I don't expect them to go. I think they can go up to like 32. I think they can add seven extra players for this class. But I wouldn't be surprised if they get another name or so that pops up and like, hey, we're going to get that guy. So obviously the name that everyone wants to watch is Ty Chan. He's from Lawrence Academy. He's a four-star offensive lineman. He's basically the Drew Kendall of this class. He uh, committed to Notre Dame under Brian Kelly. And I'm sure everyone is watching his Twitter page waiting to see if he's going to he's going to decommit. Now, I don't know his situation. I don't know who he is connected with at Notre Dame because I just I don't follow him personally in terms of that piece. But I have to think that if Notre Dame goes with Marcus Freeman, their defensive coordinator, and uh, upgrades him to head coach, I think a lot of the recruits are going to probably be very happy with that. I know that he's a very popular coach in Notre Dame circles. The the uh, SI guys that I talk to, Brian Driscoll, is very, very high on Marcus Freeman. He's the guy that came from Cincinnati. Now, if Luke uh, Luke um, Fickle comes in, excuse me, I'm blanking on his name, from Cincinnati, that could change things. He's he's a guy who's going to bring his own system in. He's going to bring his all, all this these changes. I'm sure he's got guys that he likes. You might see Chan go somewhere else. And if Urban Meyer comes in, you know, that's the pipe dream one right there, then anything could happen. So I I still think Chan's probably going to end up at Notre Dame, but he's still a name to watch. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little few, (laughs) a few phone calls coming out of the 508 number heading on his phone saying, hey, what's going on? Have you thought about Boston College again? Because, you know, he is the cream. He's the number one recruit in Massachusetts. He's just ahead of Matt Reagan, who is committed to Boston College. He's a, um, who's a teammate of, uh, Ty Chan. Chan was on campus uh, two months ago when they played no, NC State and watched that horror show. Uh, but, you know, maybe he, he connected with a staff member or something like that. He's someone I would definitely keep an eye on. Now, the coaches themselves, they are busy uh, sealing off some of the recruits that they've already had committed. Jeff Halfley, uh, if you have not checked it out, he is already, uh, he's down in Wharton in Florida, the Wharton High School. Check it out, Davion Crouch, who is a linebacker who's committed to Boston College. He is only a three-star, but man... He's exciting. He had a huge senior year um, and is a very exciting defensive player that I think is going to be a big deal for Boston College. I know a lot of Florida State fans were like, man, we let that guy get through. So he's got, you know, Halfley was down there, you know, talking him up. So I think Crouch is a big one. But Halfley, he's jet-setting jet across the country right now, hitting commits. Um, Peter Delaportis was visited by Richie Gannell, and uh, sorry, Joe Daly and um, uh, Frank Signetti who are both uh, his recruiters and, you know, they were at his house doing the, the house stuff. And you've seen them all over the country. These guys, I, I know there was um, someone was visiting Sione Hala 
So, you know, BC co- coaches, they're all over the country right now doing what they need to do. This is the part where they they, they basically seal the deal with these recruits. And and I, I think basically at this point, unless there's something weird, if you notice that maybe they haven't visited a kid, most of these recruits that we've heard of, they're going to sign in a couple weeks. There's no, there's probably going to, there might be one weird decommitment that we're just not aware of, but I'm telling you, talking to Sione Hala, Quan Williams, all these big ones, they're coming to Boston College. You don't have to worry about this. You don't have to worry about them starting, you know, ending the season on a dud. They are in with Jeff Halfley. They are in with this program. They're going to come to Boston College, and you're going to be happy to see so many stars in the class of 2022. Now, moving forward, they're still making loads of offers as well to many different recruits in the class of 23, 24, and 25. And I don't like looking at the birth dates of some of these kids because it makes me feel really, really old. But they're doing that. They're doing that legwork. That's the stuff that really makes the difference for coaches is when they can get in and talk to kids that are sophomores, freshmen, and build those relationships because those relationships are what's going to seal the deal when those kids make a decision and get Boston College in with kids that they normally wouldn't get into. And that's that's the key to Jeff Halfley. And we'll talk about Halfley and his his tenure so far next week, but. What he's been able to do to get in the door with kids that Boston College hasn't been able to get in with is a major coup and why his staff, I mean, why his tenure so far may not have been totally successful on the field, but is going to pay dividends when these kids start showing up for Boston College. So that's our thoughts. There's going to be tons of recruiting news coming up. I have an interview with a 23 recruit coming up um, on bcbulletin.com for our premium members. If you're not one of those, this is the time to sign up, man. I know it's been kind of dead on the premium section for the last couple of weeks because recruiting during the season's not very busy. You know, they, they kind of just... You know, they have visitors and I post on who visits, uh, but in terms of new offers and things like that, there's not a lot, but now it's going to get busy for the next like nine months. So if you have not already, it's only a dollar for the first month and then it's uh, $4.99 or $5.99 for every month after that. You can buy the whole year for 50 bucks and get tons of Boston College recruiting news and you get uh, access to our Discord channel where I'm in there talking, Mitch is in there talking all the time and our premium boards, which are blowing up as we speak. Hope you uh, decide that. If you want to, head to bcbulletin.com. You can click that. You can set it as a Christmas gift. It's a great th- it's a great deal for everyone. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back tomorrow as we prepare for the weekend. We'll have lots of games and lots of and, and uh, college basketball action that you're going to want to hear about. Thank you all for listening. If you have not done so already, subscribe. Find us on YouTube. Make sure you look up Locked On Boston College wherever you get your podcasts and hit that subscribe button. Give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, and we'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.